Kenny Pickett, Lucas Kroll, Damari Mathis, and a host of other contributors will be moving on to the next chapter in their destiny for the 2022 football season. Today, the Panthers staff were hard at work signing the next Kenny Pickett, Lucas Kroll, and Damari Mathis. We discuss that and more on this week's Hail to Pit podcast. Finishing it in these final 30 minutes. Well, you know, it happened in, it happened in West Virginia. We're knocked off number two. It happened in South Carolina. And it's happening in Pittsburgh today. Our guys had a lot of guts tonight. We're just going to keep getting better. I mean, it's just, that's what it is. One hell of a game that you will never, ever forget. We shocked the world. Hail to Pitt. Hail to Pitt. This is the week of December 18th. 2021 and this is the hail to pit podcast i'm alan and i'm vince the future stars of college football are picking up hats putting down hats picking up other hats and we're just sitting here waiting on a new oc who the quarterback will be in the peach bowl and a recount of the heisman vote vince this is a waiting period but an exciting period because it's the signing period too lots of crew and talk today yeah, yeah, I'm not one of those people who demand recounts or, or look for those. Uh, so, but I am here to talk about re- recruiting. Uh, this, this is this is big stuff here. Uh, you got to have good players coming into your program, fresh players each and every year. And I think the Panthers got got a few good ones today. And also, who knows what could come down the line in the transfer portal, and also what sort of big NIL <laughs> news will spark from Pitt. Now, I'm a, I'm interested just to see how NIL develops everywhere at every school, particularly ours. It's a new era, especially with what happened at Deion Sanders, Jackson State craziness, stealing a recruit from Florida State, a top player. It's a different world this 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 uh 2021 yeah i mean at pit i don't they don't quite have the backing of barstool like uh dion no. has but he's uh, got a whole media machine behind him it's an un- unfair advantage but what are you gonna do but yeah i mean pit pit's got the oaklander and 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 the power bazer and and probably several other and us uh, and PG, us and uh, PGG trucking and and the Hail to Pit podcast. Uh, so uh, that that's nothing to sneeze at. Uh, so so hopefully that'll be a contributor to getting some big stars in uh, uh, in Panther uniforms. As I said, I think we got some good players today, Alan. I'm excited to talk about them. Uh, big stuff happening here before this massive Peach Bowl. Of course, we're going to break them down. Some of the names, the big names from recruiting and signing for the Pitt Panthers. And, of course, we'll talk about the other news that we're waiting on, like the offensive coordinator for this big old Peach Bowl. And, and of course, moving forward, uh, who plays quarterback in that game? And who plays quarterback moving forward? And, of course, the potential transfer portal rumors that were swirling around this week. We'll, 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 we'll swim in those waters a bit today. But first, let us get it all out of the way and set you up. At H2P Show is where you can reach us on Twitter. That's at H2P Show. Hit us up anytime if you want to hashtag H2P, hail to pit with us, talk pit, respond to the show, call us idiots, whatever you want to do. At H2P Show is where you can do it. Or if you want to send more than however many characters they're limiting it to there, 
nowadays, you can just send us an email. Hail to pit podcast at gmail.com. Simple as that. Hail the number two pit podcast at gmail.com. We appreciate all the feedback, all the interaction, even on Panther Lair and even Reddit, where we also lurk and hail to pit with you. We are brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts. You can go to prettyeasypodcast.com to get your own podcast started today. And it could be on any subject. You could be a beginner or you could be a seasoned pro one of the greatest podcasters ever. We know there's a lot of great podcasters that hail to pit Vince, and they might need some production help, and they can get it at an affordable rate at prettyeasypodcast.com. Check it out today. And they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. The thing about uh, recruiting, though, that I think about every this time of year, uh, Vince, it's it's all about the money. I always think about the money that, that we're not seeing exchanged, but I feel like this year, we got a glimpse at actually on the surface. Some 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 exchanges were done on the table, over the <laughs> counter. We have OTC recruiting nowadays. It's it's so weird. Yeah, it's 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 wide open uh, right now, uh, Alan. This this uh, is a time where I really wish you, you were back down in Louisiana to to, to see all those deals happening Goodness. firsthand. <laughs> too much going on. There's just too much to follow now. It's hard enough. You got to be a real recruit, Nick, like Vince, to really follow it and just even know if you just have a favorite team and you just want to follow the recruits coming in. That's you know nowadays with how information you can reach it on on various websites and. People do a great job covering this stuff. You could go access that. But now you are also watching teams compete with not just their traditional competition. Pitt no longer is competing with Penn State for Whippeal players. They're competing with who the hell knows now? Jackson State's in the ball game. You've got <laughs> USC is going to probably try and poach guys from this part of the country because it's a national recruiting process these days it's not just for alabama it's not just for uh you know oklahoma and all these other big schools that always land players from way outside their region everybody is in it now you just got to have the right incentives and the right pitch to players and Pitt, i think had the right pitch to a lot of high high caliber individuals this year to come to Pitt. no doubt about it and you're also you got to recruit your own players uh, to make sure they don't enter that transfer portal. And then you're, you're constantly uh, keeping an eye on who does enter, enter that transfer portal, uh, you know, to, to and pick out that's any stars. And that's my favorite part, though, uh, of the of this day and age. I do. I love the transfer portal. I love the power <laughs> it's giving to players. And, and you should have to keep recruiting and, and keep players on board. They're sh- shoving guys way down on the roster, especially in football where there isn't many options for them to play after the college game yet. There will be. But that the, the transfer portal, I think, is fantastic. And it's also maybe going to bring some some bigger recruits than Pitt would ever dream of getting eventually. Who knows? You know, things the ball can bounce differently now with the transfer portal as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are... Yeah, some players at different positions. Uh, you know, quarterback. Obviously, we'll, we'll be talking about that in a little bit. But uh, you know, we've been hearing some things about uh, you know, maybe the wide receiver position. Uh, of course, Pitts lost a few guys. Uh, um, you know, linebackers, notably, uh, to the transfer portal. Uh, so it seems like there's going to constantly be some some shuffling around. A lot of uneasy times 
uh, you know, as soon as the season's over, uh, you never know, quite know what's going to happen. Uh, but but uh, today we're going to be talking about some of these guys that we did get, Alan, uh, yes. in, in this recruiting. I always say it's not about who you didn't get. It's about who you did get. Absolutely. And it's not even about the star rating that they had either, because although Pitt got some, you know, high caliber, highly touted, but what were you talking before the show? Servassier Dennis was like a two star recruit, maybe three yeah. max. I, and I mean, is the, the, as far as I'm concerned, the, the best defensive player, the leader of the defense, an amazing player and, or one of the leaders. And, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's once they get into the program and how committed they are to developing and becoming good football players. And Pat Narduzzi, especially on the defensive side, has shown that he could do that. Just give him a little bit of clay and he'll instill it in them, especially if they're going to be playing corner. He gets to, I feel like he has a cult of secondary players. If you come play in the secondary, pit, you're joining a cult. You're joining a very specific type of, of football that you're going to be playing and buying into. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you look up and down Pitt's roster and you look at these recruiting classes the past several years, uh, it's been mostly, you know, three-star guys that would be considered average uh, or below average probably by a lot of uh, other fan bases. And he was able to amass enough of these guys and, and develop them and, and had a good eye for talent, under-the-radar type players. And it took him several years, but he built – you know, su- uh, sufficient depth with all these guys enough to win a conference championship, uh, something that hadn't been done before. And in the path of doing that, you know, he beat a team uh, of Clemson during yep. the regular season. Who's who's all four and five star guys. I, I mean, how many guys on Pitt's roster out of high school would Dabo Sweeney have even looked at? Probably not too many. Uh, uh, yet Pitt was able to go out there and, and really and dominate them, really, and and definitely had the better team, one one of the better best teams in the country this year. Yeah, the way the the Clemson program turned this year, it shows that even having all those resources and and being a a university that's recruiting with a national net, uh, it doesn't mean it's not the end all be all. It's about the program itself and. You, it's it's getting the right fit. Of course, the players have to be good, but of course, the coaching staff. I think really that's where we're not giving them enough credit, and that's when I laugh when people are saying fire Narduzzi, uh, because I mean, just look at he just won the ACC. Even if he didn't win the ACC this year, uh, the consistency, especially in this day and age, you don't want to be a school like Pitt and transition. You don't want to have <laughs> even well, Miami that which has resources is getting backlash. It's not going to be a fun time on that campus unless they're winning immediately. Well, uh, the way well, that they're trying to transition it, their program. It, this this transfer portal can can be really bad for you. Yes. I mean, you could lose a lot of guys in a hurry. Uh, you that, could have and- a literal Heisman front runner one year and they they either they stink or something happens and they're gone the next. It's yeah. like that. That that Tennessee ball club uh, from the SEC that Pitt beat on the yeah. road. On the road. Uh, yeah, the they, had, they had a, a host of transfers in the offseason uh, due to that transfer portal. Now, now they're building back up. They're going to be a, a one tough ombre to deal with uh, c- 
come the uh, fall of 2022. Yeah, I, like I, I cannot wait for that game. Uh, but uh, that that it's amazing how you know there's this much flux uh, on some of these teams. But and credit to to Pat Narduzzi and his staff for for keeping guys uh, together as much as they have. Yeah, and let's 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 get right into it with some of the names that they've they've brought in and the positions they'll be playing. So first up, Kyle Lewis, uh, re- an athlete you'd call him, coming from East Orange, New Jersey, a place that Pitt loves to recruit, uh, but yeah. apparently going to play linebacker Vince, which a six foot, nearly two hundred pound player. Yeah, yeah, probably somebody that, that's going to be bulking up a little bit more. Uh, but you know, Pat Narduzzi and his system uh, has been pretty successful uh, with uh, you know, kind of these some undersized linebackers. And uh, you talk, look at up and down this list. There, there's not a ton of guys on the list, mostly because uh, you know, with all the the super senior numbers from the COVID year, uh, there's limited scholarships available. But uh, if you look at guys who might have an opportunity to get on the field. Uh, you know, there were, you know, three line, at least three linebackers graduating this past year, the three linebackers transferred underclassmen guys. Uh, so th- there will be opportunity for Kyle Lewis on this depth chart, uh, to, to make a name for himself and get out there. I'm not saying he's going to play. I'm just saying that, you know, numbers were di- would dictate that he will have an opportunity to show yes. his stuff. Yeah, but also lots of work to do because if you're coming into college football under 200 pounds and planning planning to play linebacker in the ACC, yeah. I mean yeah. that's that's strength and conditioning all the yeah. way for that particular player. Uh, but I'm happy that uh, Pitt beat out other schools like WVU and P and Penn State uh, to to land that recruit because that he got offers yeah. from them in, as well as Maryland. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so. Uh, Definitely uh, some Power 5 programs looking at this kid. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how how he does in a full-time linebacker role. Bulk up, young man. Bulk up. Ryan Bear, Eastlake, yeah. Ohio, offensive lineman. Ma- I'm not going to call him a kid. Mammoth of a man. Six foot eight, 330 plus pounds. Obviously, with that size, I mean, he could probably have uh, – feet for hands and hands for feet he's still going to be at least a four-star recruit and he is a four-star recruit and pretty much offers from most power five schools that are you know that 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 matter in all variety of different conferences too yeah yeah michigan state notre dame west virginia tennessee south carolina uh baylor cincinnati uh virginia tech virginia purdue uh the list goes on uh, for for this kid, uh, a highly coveted player, uh, uh, Pitt hasn't gotten uh, you know a four star offensive lineman in quite a while. Uh, so, uh, and that's been an area that some have been very critical about. Uh, you know, they're recruiting in that position, although they were able to cobble together a great offensive yeah. line that did very well this year it, with injuries too. Uh, they were able to weather the storm. Uh, and it, it's going to be interesting. We'll, we'll be talking about this uh, in the weeks to come, Alan. But you know, there this were is four, exciting. This th- is exciting. This is flat out. I yeah. got to say it's because they they took the this year they did it. You're right. They cobbled it together. They turned the big question mark into an exclamation point. Offensive line did their job this year. But you cannot 
go year to year hoping that you have five Jimmy Morrisseys. That's not going to happen. You're not going to bring well, in a, five guys that are just going to come out of nowhere and be studs. You need to yeah. get some pedigreed offensive yeah. linemen, at least size-wise. I, I agree. Uh, yeah, it, as many offensive linemen as you could bring in, the better, especially uh, somebody like like a Ryan Bear. Uh, Alan, it, there's four... There were four seniors on this offensive line this year. They're all eligible to come back uh, with that COVID year. Uh, we don't know the decisions on all those. I'm, I'm sure we'll we'll find out about it after the bowl game. Uh, what what those uh, in, intentions are. So you know, even though we're we're, we're bringing in a, a, a high caliber recruit, it's possible that we're still going to be a couple years before we see him on the field. That, I mean, that could be a good thing, and I would love to see all all Pitt can keep all those super duper seniors on the offensive line. Who knows though? You think? I mean, in in a regular world, those guys all stay because none of them are getting well know, drafted I, or, or I, I, Carter drafted Warren, high enough. Carter I, I Warren, think Carter Warren could. Uh, I mean, as the got, size to probably be like a late rounder. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think Marcus Minor was horrible. Uh, yeah, Alan, I know your thoughts on Gabe Hoy. Uh, uh, Owen, Owen Drexel doesn't seem Listen, like a, a draftable Hoy, player me, at this point. Gabe Hoy, like I do almost every show, Gabe Hoy, stay another year, develop, and I'm telling you, you could be one hell of a USFL or XFL pro once you actually leave Pitt. You could do it. Do you think? Do you it. think the Houston Gamblers are on the phone with Gabe Hoy right now, saying, <laughs> you know, if they are this year, I wouldn't be upset. But if if he stays at Pitt, develops, he'll be good enough, and I'll be rooting for him to be on the Pittsburgh Maulers for the second USFL season. <laughs> oh, what well, we will see. Uh, another offensive lineman out of Virginia Beach, Isaiah Montgomery, uh, six foot five, two hundred eighty-seven pounds, a, a three-star. By Rivals.com, uh, offers from Arizona State, Florida State, Boston College, Maryland, Michigan State, Tennessee, NC State, Virginia, Virginia Tech, West Virginia, a host of others. Uh, a, a guy, an offensive lineman with with great size. Uh, uh, obviously, will we'll probably bulk up a little bit more. Uh, so you know, these are the two offensive linemen that the coach has brought in for this class. And if you look at these guys, you know, they got the size. Uh, they're going to probably, you know, uh, spend some time in that strength and conditioning program. And, and you know, in a couple years, uh, they'll be ready because there, there are there are some good guys ahead of them, as, as we talked about. Yeah, that's that's a really exciting, though, to know that Pitt in, down the line at some time or who knows, maybe they get in the camp kick ass and steal spots. I'm sure everything's up for grabs uh, once, you know, we get to the spring anyway, um, because you want to have the most talented players out there when you're defending an ACC championship. Uh, but th- that's great news. My, probably my favorite part of the of this recruiting week for Pitt, uh, the future at offensive line, couple of uh, pretty pretty nice, nicely touted players, highly touted in one case. I would say with a four star in Ryan Bear. Uh, let's go down the pit though. Now going at a running back slash receiver skill player out of Texas, Vince, Che Nwabuko. Exciting yep, yep. stuff whenever I get – I know you get – your ears perk up if Pitt's ever recruiting from someone from either Texas <laughs> or someone who's getting offers from an SEC school. 
Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 5'10", 173 pounds, uh, a three-star player, uh, offers from Michigan, Michigan State, Minnesota, Purdue, uh, Kansas, UL, UTSA. Uh, Alan, the, the, the notes on this guy is just tremendous speed. Uh, just just absolute uh, burner uh, from what I understand on this guy. Uh, so kind of what that tells me is, you know, we, we uh, not quite sure exactly what position he's going to play uh, in in uh, for the Panthers. Um, it could play either running back or receiver. I, I'm thinking it's going to be more of a receiver position. Um, it, it, there's uh, there's a host of guys ahead of him uh, on the depth chart. We'll see how he takes to that position there. Uh, but with that kind of speed, you got to think special teams. Uh, he yeah. could be a candidate uh, to get out there, uh, get out there early. Um, we, on punt returns, we certainly know Jordan Addison is going to be uh, the the the, uh, the the probably the leader to to do that with how great he did uh, at the end of the season. But but maybe on kickoff returns, we might see uh, Che out there. So I'm going to propose this to you then, since we live in a new world. Uh, do you think then it's possible that we could uh, see Pitt with the fastest backfield in all of sports if they <laughs> land uh, that Emory Jones from Florida in the transfer portal, put a Banacanda back there with Chayton Wabuko, and then you just got <laughs> three speedsters all back there, yeah, I, quarterback and two running backs. It, it seems unlikely that they're that they're two, <laughs> Pitt is looking at two at, Ferraris at in Jones. the sidecar on. Two Ferraris on the sidecars. I'd I'd like to see those kind of formations. I mean, speed it, it, option it, either way. Uh, they it, it it could happen. Uh, I'd be uh, a little surprised if Emory Jones comes here, though. I give it two percent chance of happening. Uh, Marquan Pope, uh, defensive back out of Denton, Texas, another Texas uh, crew for Pitt. Six one, two hundred and six pounds. Vince, a three star player, uh, coming into the cult of Pat Narduzzi's defensive backs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, not tremendous offers, all the military academies, you know, army, Navy, air force, uh, also Which some means offers. From- obviously this guy has high character grades. If he's yes, getting offers it- from those schools. Well, he also got an offer from Liberty. I'm not quite sure what that means <laughs> in terms of character. Well, they're in need uh, of big character boosts. So, I mean, obviously they're, they're thinking that way. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but you know, this is a, a typical Pat Narduzzi uh, defensive back, a, a tall guy, you know, over six foot, good weight, uh, already at two hundred pounds. Uh, yeah, probably gonna gonna uh, yeah sit a little bit. Uh, as there are you know he's re- been recruiting you know, defensive backs pretty heavily there. Uh, but you know this is somebody that I you know I have faith that that he's going to develop and, and you know we're going to have a good player on our hands and Marquand Pope at some point. Well, if you have a cornerback at Pitt, what nowadays what you want him to have is uh maybe not h- as height as much as wingspan. Yeah. Wingspan, speed, turnaround speed and and an ability to to tackle and and just run. Tackle tacklers and runners. You don't want you don't need some superstar Revis anymore uh that's not what we're looking for these days i think we're looking for more if you ike taylor's it feels like at Pitt, fast guys who are big yeah bryant mcfadden type player yes yes 
That, ideally, and this, I mean, for six one two zero six coming out of high school, uh, seems that yeah, you got the goodness. right, yeah, yeah, you got the right build to join Pat Narduzzi's cult of DBs. Buy in though, because you got to be a little crazy to play defensive back for Pat Narduzzi. I feel, yeah, yeah, uh, and, and we got it, and we got another one. Uh, hopefully, crazy enough. Rylan Gandy is out of Buford, Georgia. Vince again, six foot, a little less weighty here, one hundred seventy pounder. Uh, tons of offers, and most importantly, another pedigree guy, state champion in the yeah, state of yeah. Georgia. Won three straight titles, uh, it, three straight state titles in, in the state of back, Georgia. Back. Yeah, if if you're uh, if you're following the high school scene at all, you know that the competition in the state of Georgia is just top notch. Uh, just a lot of good programs out there. Uh, so, you know, for, for, for Mr. Gandhi to, to do that, it's a tremendous accomplishment, uh, in that mold, uh, that, that Pat Narduzzi is looking for a lot of good offers here. As you mentioned, Alan, Arkansas, Cincinnati, Colorado, uh, Georgia tech, Kentucky, Michigan state, Notre Dame, Penn state, North Carolina, USC, Virginia, Virginia tech, WVU, Nebraska, uh, so, uh, obviously a high thought of player, uh, to get that kind of interest coming from a top program, uh, down in Buford, Georgia. Uh, so I, I think Pitt got themselves a good one here. It's exciting stuff and, uh, more of the same, hopefully for the Pitt secondary in the future there with Mark Juan Pope, Ryland Gandy, but now let's go to wide receiver. Great NIL opportunity with, uh, with marketing with the names, Addison Copeland, Joining the Pitt roster, you got Jordan Addison there already. Do what you want, Pitt marketing uh, wide receiver out of Buffalo, six foot three, one ninety, coming yep. into Pitt with the size. And what are they saying about him? Those he at sick at that tall. Got it. Got we got a target, but is he a deep threat? Is he possession? What are they he, talking about? He, he, he does have some good speed from from what uh, Coach was saying. He, he he Coach seemed a little excited about this guy uh, talking about him. Uh, so, and, and if you look at, uh, you look at the wide receiver depth chart, obviously Jordan Addison, the main guy there, you're going to have Jared Wayne back, uh, next year. Um, but you know, after that, uh, yeah, I'm not saying there's no talent, uh, but, uh, it seems like there's going to be some spots up for grabs. Uh, we saw Jalen Bradley as a freshman, uh, get some, some targets this year in the uh, ACC so- championship. Yep, yep. So, uh, you know, Addison Copeland, you know, there is going to be some opportunity for him. And regardless, uh, you know, what happens this year, most likely this is going to be Jordan Addison's last year. So certainly uh, in year two for Addison Copeland, that you know, the sky is going to be the limit. He's going to have any very opportunity to, to grab those targets. Uh, and, and this was a, a sought-after player, uh, offers from Notre Dame, Penn State, BYU, Boston College, South Carolina, uh, and, and several others. So uh, I think Pitt got uh, you know a, a position of need here uh, at wide receiver. I, they are looking at other wide receivers in that transfer portal, Allen. Uh, so we'll see what shakes out there. But but I think it was good to get one in this class. Yeah, for sure. And and as we said, Chain Wabuko out of Texas could also play some receiver yep. potentially. Uh, but this was, yeah, the one that really got Pat Narduzzi excited. If you watched it all during the week, him talking about uh, the recruiting class. Next up, though, we're going defense. Jimmy yep. Scott, a.k.a. The Bear, a defensive yeah. end out of Athol Springs, New York. 
Yep, out of, out of Western New York here, 6'3", 250 pounds, uh, only only three stars uh, from Rivals.com. I would have thought he would have been a little bit higher. Uh, so, some excellent offers uh, from, from Arizona State, Arkansas, Michigan State, Ole Miss, NC State, Nebraska, Tennessee, Texas A&M, WVU, uh, a few more there. Uh, I'll tell you this, uh, the... You know, Coach Partridge, uh, you know, he, he's got to be very happy getting this guy. Uh, he's gotten several other uh, defensive linemen that we're going to be talking about in this class. But uh, I, I know that they're, they're definitely pleased with, with somebody like this. And you got to think at 6'3", 250, he's already got a pretty good body there. Uh, and, you know, there's going to be stiff competition on that defensive line to get any snaps at all. But... Uh, he certainly looks like he's in tremendous shape and, and ready to go in there and battle. Especially with people that look this way. I mean, we're 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 talking about the defensive linemen for this recruiting class. It's a lot of edge type players and type bodies and guys who are going to be more athletic on the defensive line. We're not talking about the the great big uh, you know great big fatsos in the middle or great big uh, run stuffers. Uh, it's just. More, more of the same for Pitt. Athletic defensive linemen, guys who could play really all over the place. Even, I mean, look at the defensive line over there. Even Kalijah Cansey, who you would call as an interior defensive lineman, is like super athletic and can stunt and do all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Asked of him, uh, Pitt doesn't recruit the great big fats. Yeah. They don't recruit the big nose tackles. They don't go after those guys. You're not going to see them on here. You're going to see all guys who are pretty much Adonis's and going to go in there and, and just be really, really either speed or technical or just absolute beasts on the defensive line. Jimmy Scott, I probably would put in the beast category from what I've read and seen about him. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, it sounds like they're going to keep him out on the edge from what I understand, Alan. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like he's going to be somebody moving inside even already at 250 pounds. Yeah. The 250, you know, when you're coming in as a freshman, uh, you probably can add or add just the obligatory 15 pounds for him once he gets on campus and then what strength and conditioning gives him. I don't see any of the recruits, at least from and he'd probably he's probably the biggest guy or is it Fitzsimmons? We're going to talk about in a second. The biggest guy coming into into the, the campus on the defensive line. They, they don't have any guys that are going to maybe uh, play on the interior well, Unless you're uh, talking yeah, about yeah, Sean Fitz, Fitz, Fitzsimmons. Yeah, he, he will, and we'll we'll, uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. Okay, yeah, he'll be up next. Let's real quick say Sam Vanderhaar. Got to give yeah. love to the kickers. Yeah, from, from Melbourne, from, Australia. Melbourne. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I guess this guy's going to be the next punter, uh, it seems like. Uh, the next Kirk Christodoulou uh, coming out of that, that punting factory over there in, uh, over there in Australia. You know, they, they put in several guys. Uh, in college, several guys into the NFL. Uh, so, um, yeah, Kirk Christodoulou, I think, you know, by the end of his career, he was doing pretty good. So, uh, yeah, hopefully they, they got another another one here in Sam Vanderhaar. I mean, you could punt well if you had Cal Adamitis long snap into you. Come well, that's on. true, too. I mean, all American Cal Adamitis. All American best <laughs> damn punter or long snapper <laughs> in the world of college football. Uh, now we'll get to Sean Fitzsimmons, though. Central Valley, this is the potential and probable interior defensive lineman in this recruiting class. Uh, and from day one has been coming to Pitt. Uh, early, yeah, yeah. early commit. 
and uh, just re- really exciting to see Pitt get a big bodied guy, but like again, fit six yeah. three two seventy. Yeah, I, I've I've heard this kid described as a young John Malecki, uh, Allen. Uh, he he's got that kind of uh, kind of explosiveness uh, up the middle and and just raw power, and is going to be able to to knife through there. I know obviously Malecki, you know, ended up on the offensive line, but but you know, really in high school and uh, really excelled on that that defensive line front uh, early on at Pitt too. Yeah, yep, yep. So he's gonna be, he's gonna be starting off there. Uh, you know, it, it, I think because he committed so early, uh, didn't really get a ton of offers. Uh, overall, he, he seemed dead set on Pitt, uh, from, kind of from the jump. Uh, but he's he's led this WPIL team in Central Valley to back to back state championships. Uh, so a, a tremendous, a tremendous accomplishment there for him. Uh, another guy, like we said, you know, probably going to be sitting a couple years given all the, uh, competition but you know you just see you know last year's class on the defensive line that they had and then this year's class that they had on the defensive line it looks like Pitt is going to be set at that uh that position for quite a while it's it's I mean really it's (laughs) death taxes and just monsters on the pit d-line d-line you baby continues and it's good to see uh, a whippy mainstay a whippy stud coming to pit and Sean Fitzsimmons um, we'll have another defensive lineman to get to in a minute, but let's go to Jordan Bailey. Now the running back out of Tampa, Florida, Vince, uh, he, did he decommit and recommit? Yeah. What's his, yeah. what was his situation? Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he actually decommitted the pit, uh, uh, a couple weeks ago <laughs> and then, uh, you know, he opened signed it back, back up, up. Yeah, opened it back up, back up to some schools. Yeah. You know, keep yeah, your options open. Yeah. Signed back on with the Panthers today. Uh, a three stars by rivals.com, uh, 6'1", 180 pound running back. Uh, he, he had some offers from Mi- Mississippi State, Syracuse, West Virginia. Uh, we hear that there are some academic concerns with him. Uh, so, so maybe questionable to qualify. Uh, we'll see how that shakes out. Um, uh, you know, hope, hopefully he can and, and we get him in here. Uh, you know, Pitt at the running back position. This is really the only running back that they brought in. Uh, if you look at their uh, backfield at the moment, you know they got three, three, three guys that they're going to be rolling out next year. So probably not any need for any immediate help. Uh, but uh, certainly in the future, uh, you know, in a couple of years they're going to be. Uh, it's it's going to be time to call some other guys' numbers, and Jordan Bailey could be one of them. And it's one of the positions you absolutely need depth at. Although Pitt has, you know, depth there now. Um, you never you never know throughout the course of a season. And of course with the damn transfer portal out there too. But that's <laughs> the cool thing about uh Pitt running backs, that those three guys in particular, I feel like they're bought in. I don't I don't see either any of the three getting a big head and thinking they could go off and do something else. I mean Maybe a Banacanda come how he came into Pitt was a little higher touted. And if he you think you could see a future where he's not getting the touches that he was expecting when he signed, uh, that he would ever leave, I guess. But like I feel like Vincent that's it's great. Now you have players, are they gonna actually be Pitt guys their whole career? You actually have to ask that now. Vince Davis, uh, I, I feel is one of those for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, he, he's yeah, finna he, get he, lit he, at Pitt. 
his whole oh, yeah. his whole damn college career. I don't think he cares if he plays. To be honest, I mean, <laughs> he's just looking to party after a big win. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 Yeah, I. Yeah, I know we all hoped that he was going to be the main guy this year. Uh, you know, it, they shared the ball a lot, uh, and it worked out. You can't really argue with the results. And he uh, had great but, moments. He got he had yeah, it, you know plenty of opportunities, and I feel like they they the he, the player should be happy with his role. I think, but hopefully, you know, well, I think you know. I mean, there there we don't know exactly what the reasons were for why he didn't get more touches. Uh, but it's very obvious that you, you watch this kid. He is a game changer yeah. uh, whenever he, he's in the game. Uh, you got to think next year, I, I, especially with, you know, with a new quarterback uh, in some capacity that we're not sure yet. Uh, you got to think that they might be relying on that running game a little bit more, uh, especially, you know, you got a, in a, hopefully an experienced offensive line returning. I'd love to see Ivanakon to touch the ball a lot more. Uh, he could definitely make a lot of plays. And then Rodney Hammond, uh, just a, a, a tough runner, uh, it, you know, between the tackles. He, he's shown the ability to even catch the ball out of the backfield. Seems like a complete back. Uh, you know, you, you can't be complaining with any of these running backs that they that they have right now. Yeah, they, and they all do a, a few things differently from the other that gives Pitt, I think, a complete backfield uh, for for at least next season. Uh, we'll see how how the personalities develop and, and what they they're expecting of themselves at that position. Though the transfer porter for running backs, like if you're getting any sort of touches at a big school, stay. That's what would be my advice. Like, what what school are you going to go to and be Najee Harris? There's only one of him. There's only there's very few opportunities for you to go and just be given the football all the time, unless you're at in a specific program. I feel, and it's just th- those are few and far between. So don't transfer if you're running back. All the other positions, I'm fine with. I agree with you. <laughs> S- Sam Okunlo, Sam Okunlolo, out of Brock- yeah. Brockton, Massachusetts, defensive end. Uh, this is a very speedy type body, I would guess. Six four, two twenty, Vince. Uh, this this seems like a lengthy individual that Pitt's going to be able to maybe chisel into the next great sack master. Yeah, I, I hope so. Uh, a four-star from Rivals.com. Uh, he, he actually made his announcement today at 3 o'clock, Alan, on Wednesday as we record this live on tape show. Uh, he, he, this is a guy who had a lot of big-time offers. Uh, Auburn, Arkansas, Clemson, Florida State, Georgia, Penn State, Ole Miss, Michigan State, Tennessee, Texas, USC, Virginia, Oregon, Michigan, oh, WVU, wow. Arizona State. That that's a who's who. If list a player right there. in this class can't prove proves to anybody that Pitt's on the level, at least recruiting defensive linemen with all those other schools, it's this one. If you look at all the other schools that we're after. Yeah, I mean, if you look at, you know, what Coach Partridge has done here, uh, you know, with you know, recruiting uh defensive linemen, you know, you had you know, several guys get drafted last year. Uh, you know, Kalijah Kansi, an All-American this year. Uh, he, he look at it. That's what we were saying. You know, you got, you've had two classes in a row where you've really stockpiled a good amount of talent there. Uh, it, it's it's going to be very exciting to see 
that this defensive line that and this pressure in this defense is so critical. Uh, we proved it in that Wake Forest game. As soon as they started getting pressure, you know, it was a wrap. Yeah, you're trying to play that slow RPO action when all this pressure's coming at you. It's not going to work. You need to get rid of that ball quickly against the Pitt defensive line. They didn't. ACC champs and other teams are going to have to maybe get it out quicker because it ain't stopping. Pat Narduzzi is just loading up on, on high-caliber defensive linemen. And there you have it. That's the recruiting class so far for 2021 that we're going to talk about here this week. And uh, I'm, I probably put my level of excitement as high or maybe a little bit higher than I was last year doing this show, Vince. <laughs> it, it, it is exciting, uh, you know, uh, especially, um, you, you know, coming off of an ACC championship. Uh, it, it's a little tough because, you know, this is a small class uh, and, you know, they only have so many scholarships available for, for high school players. And they're still, you know, out there in pursuit of, of transfer portal players. Uh, but I think, you know, especially if Pitt has a nice season, you know, this coming fall, at least starts off well. I, th- I think, you know, that's going to be back to back, very good seasons. And you're really going to start to see some boost in recruiting, I think. Uh, you know, Pat Narduzzi, he's always going to go after, you know, guys that are going to fit his system, guys that are, they're, you know, good quality individual individuals, you know, those we, not me players. But I think that, you know, that, that bar is going to continue to rise as far as talent goes. And now we shift over from the Cruton to the Portland Portal? Are there going to be portal nicks like recruit nicks? I don't know. We're going to. I'm, I'm sure there are. Point, yeah. point of phrase for the portal watchers. Uh, but let's talk about the pit quarterback uh, scenario going into next season, and possible well, also slash possibly the Peach Bowl. We'll dive deeper into it. Um, maybe once either we get through the Peach Bowl. I don't know, Vince. But I don't want to go through. You know, Yarnell and Bevel and Patty as much. I. I think we could keep reserve our comments on those three um, for well, for now. I mean, I'm, I'm, I would be fine with, well, I'd say I'd be fine with two of those being the pick quarterback next year. Um, but what I want to first get into is transfer quarterbacks coming to pit. Would you want to see it, especially from the crop of transfer portal quarter, quarterbacks out there now? Well, well I'll say this. Uh, they've, they've obviously – been pursuing quarterbacks. We've seen Chubba Purdy uh, that we talked about in last week's program. Uh, you know the the freshman at Florida State. Uh, so they're obviously after uh, somebody. Now what's interesting is they they did not sign one in in the recruiting class out of high school. Uh, so you know I I'm a fan of bringing in a new quarterback every single year. Uh, because that it's such an important position. Uh, you can never have enough uh, good individuals in that room. Uh, so, yeah, as far as uh, bringing a transfer, it's hard to say exactly what they're looking for. We've only really seen one guy visit that, that we really know of. So we don't know. Are they looking for just a guy to, to kind of a young guy to replace, you know, a, a freshman out of high school? Or are they also looking for, uh, a guy that could actually come in, an experienced guy, and potentially start 
next year. We we don't know at this point. Yeah, we, we don't know where the wind's blowing there. But if, if you ask me if it's my pick, I, I mean, with having won the ACC, ha- having probably a lot of offensive linemen coming in and stability there, and having, I think, uh, stability on defense too, instead of reloading at the quarterback position, bringing in someone who, for whatever reason, it didn't work out at their other school, but still is seasoned more so than the backups pit would be thrown in there to replace Kenny Pickett, the current backups, uh, Patty, Bevel, and then Yarnell. I would I would vote get one of these transfer quarter quarterbacks, if you can, that's play, that played a full season somewhere. And I think, well, the, the bummer is here, losing Mark Whipple, that's a bummer because he's a quarterback guy. Yeah. So well, they're, that's they're an gonna, issue. They're going to have to sign a quarterback coach. Yeah, they're, they're going to have to bring somebody that. in. Yes. We, we know that. Uh, no, but, I mean, if anything, if you brought in an experienced guy, if, if anything, that's an insurance policy, I guess. If if one of these unproven players that you have on your roster right now don't work out. Well, from, um, put it like this. Is there a current quarterback at Pitt that you would rather see start over one of the current transfer portal quarterbacks out there you've got your Keaton Slovis's your Max Johnson's you, you know you've got Bo Miles Nix's. Bo Nix Miles Brennan Zach Helzada <laughs> now is out there from A&M uh, uh, well yeah I mean I guess some of them I might be okay with I mean you take a guy like Bo Nix just extremely wild well I, I mean, mean <laughs> but experienced is all hell he's played as much as almost you know Kenny Pickett got to play uh, yeah, before this true. season. That's I, that's true. Uh, I would Calzada not Calzada's. too not too impressed with him. Yeah, uh, he's but, also not too much. I mean, he's. I mean, Nick Patty's gotten in games. He hasn't gone through a season, so I guess I want to compare. But Calzada didn't play that much. What he play? Did he play just this past season? Yeah, that's it for A and M. So, from what I understand, yeah, a yeah. guy like that, maybe no. I rather just go with the de- the devil we know or the young guys we've already been coaching up because I do see you do see potential from what we've seen in Patty. I think uh, Yarnell's the one that's we've heard Nar- Narduzzi talk him up, but really that's yeah. the wild. Yeah, part. we we don't know. And Davis Bevel, uh, you know, he played very briefly uh, in the I th- believe it was that New Hampshire game. Uh, and he did throw a couple nice passes. Uh, I will Side say arm. this: he, he <laughs> kinda. Uh, I think he looked pretty decent in the spring game, from what we saw. But yeah, a very big unknown there. Uh, you know, Patty certainly, uh, you know, it, it, somewhat proven, but hasn't really been put to the test uh, at all. Um, it, it, it's really difficult to say without being you know, around them to say what, you know, how comfortable you would be. I think, I think Patty is serviceable. Is he a guy, is he going to be a Kenny Pickett type playmaker? It doesn't seem like he would be uh, right off the bat, but you know, I'm, I wouldn't, you know, Yarnell, we, we have no idea. And Bevel, I mean, he, he, he certainly looks the part. I, I think it depends on what kind of player you can get. If you could get a Keaton Slovis, out of Southern Cal, Alan, uh, this was a guy that, you know, in 2019, you know, he, they had reserved tables for him at the Roxy. 
you know, he at the, at the Whiskey Go-Go, his, his face was up on the billboard there. Uh, you know, he was big time stuff in Los Angeles, uh, a, a weird, a, an injury he had, a weird COVID year, firing a coach the following year. Uh, it seems to be a forgotten man, somebody who was supposed to be in the running for the Heisman uh, at one point, and now uh, now finds himself in this transfer portal. Um, yeah, it, it seems like it'd be worth taking a gamble on, on uh, somebody with that kind of talent. Yeah, I mean that's that's the one the one issue though is the injury. But other than that, I mean it's a big it's a big issue. But it's a Heisman caliber quarterback preseason that's out there. Well, I mean, well, it, if anybody can nurse him back to health, it's UPMC. Of course, bet we've got some of the best doctors in the damn world. Um, but that's one that I would be like, hell yeah, sign me up over what we got. Sorry to the guys we got, but it's a it's a new world. Um, you have other names out there. I know that the the big one everyone's talking because I think Lane Kiffin's interested. It's that Cameron Ward, who's a FCS quarterback out of Incarnate Ward. Ward. Pitt has no chance at a player like that. Uh, Emory, Emory Jones, no, that's not happening. It, it wouldn't say, be a good. I, yeah, it wouldn't. I don't be a think it would either. be a good fit. He didn't no. look very good this year. <laughs> no, actually. I would I would say there are very few of the of the big names out there for the transfer portal for quarterback that I would be happy over uh, seeing what we have in Nate Yarnell, uh, Slovis one of them, and uh, maybe because I'm partial, but Miles Brennan I think at least has the leadership skills to go wherever he goes and be a decent college quarterback. But other than that, I think sticking with what we got is the way to go for the Pitt Panthers at quarterback. Yeah, I, 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 I still feel comfortable with the guys that we have. Uh, I, I, I mean, maybe that's a little too dangerous for some people. Uh, but you know, you, you know, you recruited Bevel, you recruited Yarnell, uh, you, these two guys that you you feel good about. You haven't had to play them because Kenny Pickett's been so good. So you know, do you trust your quarterback recruiting? If if you do. Then you're going to be sticking with these guys, and maybe you bring in, uh, maybe you, you tell Patty uh, to 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 leave the program, and you bring in somebody that's you know going to be here for just one year and has uh, you know a lot of experience and get you through this one year until those other two are really ready. That's certainly an option that you can do, um, and maybe that's maybe that's the the, the path that they're going to take. Uh, you know, certainly if Kenny Pickett would not play in the bowl game and one of these guys goes in and lights it up, then that's going to you know, obviously change a lot of people's tune on this situation because I'll, yeah. from the majority of people I'm hearing talking about from about this saying, uh, that they absolutely have to get a transfer quarterback oh, and I'm not so sure. Yet. No, no, I don't think a that, lot of people absolutely. are saying that I it's of course, it's always a, the, the grass always seems greener, but think about it. Do you want to bring in a transfer portal quarterback and a new offensive coordinator and a new quarterback coach all in the same year? That's just like a lot of moving parts, a lot to whittle together. Uh, well, well, what that, if you're bringing in an offensive coordinator that's going to bring in his guy from, from wherever he was at? Well, if, that, if, or a quarterback coach that's bringing in his guy from wherever he was at, then that's a horse of a different color. And that, that might work out. Uh, but 
it's it's a tricky situation, tricky uh, decision. I, I I don't envy Pat Narduzzi, and I feel like the if he is going to make this decision the way he coaches, it'll be not doing all those different outside the box things. So, so that, that there you go, and I, and that's fine with me too. I'd be totally cool with that, especially if we get to see. Uh, Nick Patty or anyone else in this bowl game, and they do look halfway decent. I think the fan base might calm down on that a little bit too, Vince. Uh, but we don't know. We don't know who's playing in the bowl game. We don't know if Kenny's playing or not. And we don't know what the offensive coordinator situation is still one week out from all that changing. And, of course, the reports about Kenny Pickett being up in the air about playing in the Peach Bowl against Michigan State. Yeah, as of this live on tape show, we we don't know. Uh, if he's going to be playing or not. He said he was going to give us an answer this week. Uh, the player's not really practicing this week. You know, they only ca- can have so many practices before that bowl game and, and final exams happening this week. Uh, so I'm yeah. sure a lot of people are Busy focused week. on that. Of course. Um, student so, athletes. Emphasis yeah. on the student part of, yeah. for some reason. <laughs> uh, so I would think that you know next week these practices are going to start and and I'm sure you know coach is not going to let us see very much of those practices but uh you know <laughs> we'll, we'll, I will probably get some information on on who the who the starter is going to be at that point yeah and I I really again like last week I my mind hasn't changed Excited if Kenny plays one more time. If he doesn't, I totally understand, and I'm not going to hold it against him or anybody, uh, especially if he saw this week that on ESPN they have him getting drafted by the Steelers. So he's he, he might want to take the week to just go have some extra time with Coach Tomlin and, and, the, <laughs> and Mr. Rooney while he's still in town. Uh, maybe uh, I'm I'm sure that you know they're they've taken a long look at him and and probably this week's game will determine what kind of draft position the Steelers are going to have here and if they're going to even be, be close to to drafting him. It is, yeah. That's it's 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 a big watch if you're on that. If you're on the Steeler fan who's excited to maybe get Kenny Pickett uh, train like I am, uh, then yeah, you'll be watching a, a different kind of Steeler game this week. I I don't know. It's it's win win as far as I'm concerned. Win we win and lose we win Kenny. So that I'm good either way. <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of people buzzing about that, uh, and uh, a lot of people uh, on the internet, Alan, uh, the Pitternet. Uh, oh yeah, talking about this signing day here. It's been just uh, some wild stuff happening around the country. Uh, I think me and you were both pretty happy with uh, Pitt's recruits uh, that they got, and, and I think there's some other people pretty happy about it, too. Oh, there's a ton of people pretty happy. A ton of people also who took notice and said, oh, maybe I could influence this. Now we've got people who are into crypto who went to Pitt that might be wanting to help out with NIL and recruiting in the future. It's crazy what's going on on the Pitternet. Can you explain what Internet is? I hear there's rumors on the uh, Internets. And to all those faceless keyboard warriors on Twitter. But we're a good darn football team. I'm proud of these guys. Lane 58 Pitt on Panther Lair says, In my opinion, Narduzzi recruiting high-character players who buy into his system will take the program further than a team like Miami 
who is recruiting who's recruiting top 10 classes and being not united as a team. You, you can't argue with the results, I, I, I suppose. Mean, the, the standings don't lie there, but the players Miami gets are good, uh, usually. Yeah. And they yeah. will be. Um, but the the high-character guys, are, you want to recruit really talented football players. You can't slosh over that. But Pitt gets high character. I would say Pitt is up above average in terms of the character of the players they recruit, Vince. And I'll say this, higher than the caliber of players in terms of character than when you and I first went to Pitt all those <laughs> years ago. Yeah, yeah. There there was a lot of uh you know, a lot of issues with some of those players during that time. Um, hey, they were good guys, but some of them were slackers and I had class and worked with some of them. I mean you, you but again, again, work study jobs aren't aren't the most fun, so I can feel them there too. We all yeah, it, in college it, it, a little. It, it, it you know it has taken Narduzzi some time, uh, but he he's you know recently he's really brought in you know kids that haven't really gotten in trouble uh, off the field, good academics. Uh, so you know from that standpoint, you know he's keeping guys available to him, and you know this year they definitely all bought in. Uh, and hopefully that that culture is finally built to the point that they, they know, you know, they, they can achieve championships if they just stay together and keep playing as a team. You know, talking about Miami there, it just gets me to think it it makes no it is a real topsy turvy time we live in. It's look at the states of Florida and California and all the teams in colleges in those states are no good. But all the players that come from those states are great. It makes no sense. <laughs> it's just, it's dumb. Uh, but it's quite it, the time. you just got to go for the high character guys. If, if you're, if you're trying to do too much like those schools, like Miami is, uh, and then now they got the teachers revolting against them because they gave Mario Cristobal so much money. Uh, Tito's Panther on Panther Lair said in response to Texas boosters paying offensive linemen $50,000 per year. I say we just go to some shithole bar with a good jukebox. Do they still have those? Order a shit ton of wings, start playing Merle Haggard, Hank Williams Jr., Almond Brothers, get wasted, and start throwing $100 bills into a hat. Is that a way to recruit players, Vince? Uh, it's a way to raise money, which is, I think is what they were getting at here. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, you could figure out how to get the, the money to them at a later time, uh, but you got to have the funds first. Uh, I mean, it sounds like a good time to me. Uh, if you're going to play it, if you say you're going to play a Hank Williams song, you better play it. Uh, you, you better not play some imposter or something like that. That that, that wouldn't end up well. That would. I, I think we could get more. That's just going to be chump change, though, really, at the end of it. You might be able to get a good, you know, 300-pound, uh, three-star recruit. But if you want the five-star guys, what we need is we've got some whizzes at Pitt, some some kids who aren't going to school and they're just crypto mining or getting all those bitcoins and all that. We need someone someone to take those and offer it to a high school player to come to pit. What do you think yeah, about that? I've been thinking about that all day. When are they going to start recruiting with the crypto? Especially before the, the government figures out how to like really tax that stuff. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a smart idea. And more importantly, um, the NCAA knows how to regulate it or even keep an eye on it. <laughs> do you, you have, think that 
You have NFL players that say, don't pay my, pay me in crypto. That's what I want. I want my money in Bitcoin. They have, yeah. That, so they get paid more. That's some wild stuff. Do, do you think that, you know, you need to be raising funds now to, to build, a, you know, a high caliber, uh, you know, computing servers yes. uh, to start mining all this stuff? That's what we need uh, to do. We need to take the top five floors at the cathedral and ter- just turn them into mining offices. Just build the servers and just put in some g- really high caliber graphics cards and mine us some pit bucks, panther, <laughs> panther dollars, panther funds, and offer it well, to these players. Well, you uh, got uh, you, you got CMU right down the road. I'm sure that they could help. Could you? Uh, if they had a football <laughs> team, though, they would be. They, they do have a football one. team. No, but I mean a real football team playing in the playing in the FBS, and they and they actually cared. Well, they, the number one, you got the number one recruit in the country going to an FCS school, so I guess anything's possible right now. Exactly, but the Pitternets a buzz. The future of college football is weird <laughs> and unknown, <laughs> and uh, they're talking about it. And, and all the Pitt fans, though, they're still. Kind of jolly, and it's good to see. It's a good time. It's a great holiday season. I'm in a great mood, and I know everyone around town is, even though Kenny Pickett didn't win the Heisman, Vince. No, he did not, uh, finishing third there, uh, but still a tremendous season from Kenny, uh, leading us to that championship. But but, uh, a lot of uncertainty uh, for for next season at the quarterback position, as we've talked about. Everybody, I'm, I'm... here and around town is saying the same thing. They want to know what's going on. They're willing to believe just about any rumor they hear at this point. Another Saturday coming and the Panthers are playing. Time to find out what the answers are saying. You believe that Whipple leaves after coaching up the almost Heisman winner. And for Nebraska, they never had no quarterback who could throw the ball. Yeah, well, well, at least they got that USC quarterback coming in. Oh, yeah, you know, I heard that the other day down the run. This guy was telling me, you're going to get the USC quarterback. But I think, you know, he's pretty good. He was preseason going to win it. I think maybe he'll actually win the Heisman next year. Hey, he's still no Marino, though. Hail to Pitt. But the answers are saying. So that's what the answers are saying. Uh, everybody wanting to know, you know, who is going to be the quarterback for this team next season, especially with all this other talent coming back around them. It looks like the Panthers could be poised for another championship run. Uh, but and I cannot wait uh, to get to that next season. we got to finish it out, though, with this big Peach Bowl uh, coming up in a couple weeks, which we will be talking about uh, in uh, over the next uh, several episodes here. Allen, just a, a huge game for the program, probably the biggest exhibition game for this program in, in quite a long time. Oh, yeah, definitely the biggest exhibition game uh, in my lifetime. It's, I would say this is the big this is the big one. Pitt, Michigan State on the 30th, technically a New Year's six bowl game, but semantics. And uh, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to just get back into town too. uh to talk to people about it and, and all the news. <laughs> By the time I'm coming back to Pittsburgh uh, in a few days, Vince, and I cannot wait to see people's reactions to whatever Kenny Pickett does. Cause it's oh, ranged man. from everything from if he doesn't play, I hate him to he doesn't need to play. And that's of course where I'm coming out on it, but it's a huge, the 
it's polarizing right now. It's the most polarizing thing with pit sports uh, because it, I don't know. There's some people that are sticklers for that. The bowl game, though, I'm excited for it. But again, it's an exhibition. Yeah, well, it, it is a it, it's a big time bowl against a big time opponent and an opportunity to finish in the top ten uh, of the country. Uh, that that's a, a major accomplishment. Something Pitt hasn't done it in a long, long time. Uh, I, I think there there's a little bit extra extra cheese on the whopper for for this one here, um, Alan. Uh, finish up this week's show. Uh, we got to talk about this women's volleyball team. They did Alan. it. Uh, they're in the final four after after beating Purdue in uh, in, in uh, four sets. They took them out. Uh, they're going to be going against Nebraska uh, tomorrow night, Thursday night, 9.30 p.m. Uh, at the final four in Columbus, Ohio at that, uh, what's that, the Nationwide Arena? It's what, it, what, it's what it was before. I don't know. They changed the name. It might be named after a cryptocurrency by now, though. I, I don't think that I don't I don't think uh, in Ohio there's much crypto influence <laughs> yet. Probably at some point there will be though. Um, uh, and if if the Panthers do win, uh, they will be playing uh, the winner of Louisville and Wisconsin that that championship game on Saturday. Uh, good luck uh, to the Panthers in this Final Four Hell matchup. Yeah. I, I watched uh, that game that they, that that Purdue game, Allen and. Just so impressive uh, the way they were, you know, just hitting that ball uh, over the net uh, with just tremendous velocity there. (laughs) Purdue did not know what what to do there. And and that was out without uh, big performances from some of their uh, some of their top star players, Uh, other other people stepping up. Uh, making big contributions there. That the play up at the front of the net was just, just tremendous. Uh, I'm I'm super excited for this Final Four game. A chance to win a national title, Alan. A national title for the Panthers in, in a team sport uh, hasn't happened in a long time. Uh, but but this women's volleyball team has got has got a chance to do it. Oh, and I think Heather Like is going to get Pitt one somewhere soon. I mean, amazing job, and yes, I'll be watching Thursday, 9.30, Nebraska. I'm just hoping to see, oh man, it would be great if we see Mark Whipple there wearing a Nebraska <laughs> polo. I'm just hoping that's what we see, though. That's all. That's that, Besides winning winning the game, of course, I want to see that. Uh, I mean, why, why wouldn't Kenny Pickett go watch the game with his now former coach one last time before he goes play for the Steelers? <laughs> Take it some volleyball, Kenny. Coach Whip, wouldn't that be something to see? It would. To see? Do you think one of the the women on the team is willing to sacrifice a point by just spiking a ball right at Coach Whipple <laughs> no, I for, for I leaving the team? I hope not. I don't think they should. You know, he's that's what he does. Like I said last week, the guys, he's a vagabond. He's a nomad. He likes going from town to town. He likes different <laughs> jobs. He likes seeing sights. Got family all over the place. More power to him. I, I'm I'm appreciative of the time we had with Mark Whipple. As far as I'm concerned, he shouldn't have even been here this year. So I'm I'm, ha- I'm happy we did good with him while he was here a little bit. So whatever. Uh, but there you have it. Another show in the books. Tons of Cruton covered. Vince, I feel prepared for the future of Pitt football. Kinda, even though it all could change in an instant. And we'll be back. I guess the. 
next week uh, will be for big Christmas celebration next week. We'll unwrap some gifts, do a little bit, a, a toe dip into the Peach Bowl and uh, start getting ready for that big game. Yep, yep. We're going to have two games or two weeks uh, of practice ramping up for that Peach Bowl. Uh, maybe we'll get some uh, some other recruiting transfer portal news uh, coming out. As we said, you know, there's several players that, that Pitts obviously had their eye on. Uh, maybe we'll get some decisions there. I'd imagine uh, we're probably going to have to get some decisions pretty soon, especially if guys are going to be transferring and enrolling in that spring semester coming up. Uh, so, uh, probably some, a lot of moving and shaking still to be happening. Yeah. Who knows? Anything could happen in college football. Maybe Kenny Pickett stays one more year and that's what we're talking about next year. You never know. I don't think that's happening. (laughs) With COVID years and, uh, NIL it's, it's anything can happen in college football. Never say never Vince. Never say never. Pitt won the damn ACC this year. Come on. Uh, yeah, maybe rules could change, I guess, <laughs> in between Kenny now Pickett and then. already changed one rule in college football. Yeah, you don't think he's he could do it again? <laughs> he could. How dare you de- doubt Kenny changing the game? Yeah, baby. And that's what we're doing here, talking and hailing the pit with you each and every single week. Vince, you got anything left before I tell him where to find us again? Uh, j- just uh, uh, congratulations to all the new Panthers joining up with the team uh hyped for this women's volleyball good luck to them hopefully they bring home a national title what an accomplishment that would be and hail to pit at h2p show if you want to follow us again on social media and of course click that subscribe button or whatever it is on your uh, podcast app follow subscribe whatever it says hit hit the button so that all the episodes come straight to you you never have to miss them and then you could also grab your relatives phones when you see them on the holidays take their podcast app subscribe smash it or whatever the kids say and follow so they can hail to pit each and every single week as far as i'm con- concerned this show is a show every pit fan should be listening to each and every single week because we have the most fun we hail the hardest and of course it's all because of you you're listening so we keep doing the show and having fun Pitts winning potential national championships the acc it's a great time to be alive or as vince said what a time we're right here and we'll be back next week hail to pit everybody Living in-